Welcome back to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Add your voice to the discussion. Email hello at blindguytalkstech.com or call and leave us a voicemail on 0204-571-3354. Hi guys, welcome along to another Blind Guy Talks Tech. I am that blind guy, Stephen Scott, and believe it or not, I do tech stuff which you would never believe if you heard the run into this program about five seconds ago. The bits you don't hear in the edits. We should put that together, Sean. We should do what you and Robin do, which is, uh, you know, fleece the listeners for money um, on your Echo show there. How dare you? You mean offer them a quality product? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you do all the kind of, you know, the, the, the shows. I guess you save up all the good bits and then you stick them in the paid-for ones. Is that how it works? Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah, why not? I think a, a blooper reel from this could possibly go on for eight hours, though. That's the trouble. God, can you imagine? Um, I think no. it, it would be <laughs> probably the only thing behind closed doors like that that would end us in so much trouble <laughs> because of all the stuff that gets said. Um, but, yes, I am uh, back with you today, uh, as is Sean, which is great because um, it's so funny, right? Sean and I get together and I say to him, look, I need you with me today because... You know, I'm just not feeling it today, and I just need you here just to, you know, be with me, just to make sure that, you know... Wait, hang on, steady. Yeah. (laughs) Just to be with me. Let me finish this. Um, (laughs) Just to be with me to make sure that, you know, we get through this okay. And then what happens is I talk for about 50 minutes, and he talks for one. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm your wingman. It's all fine. You're sounding good. That's what happened on Double Tap yesterday, right? We did Double Tap last night, and... um, (laughs) It was so yes. funny, right? Because I, honest, honest to God, we started that show with nothing, and yeah, we're like, let's just let's just get a show going here, right? I'm not feeling it, and no one seemed to be feeling it that week, and uh, I actually really enjoyed that show yesterday. <laughs> really, had I know. An interesting conversation. We always do, though, don't we? But usually, we got some sort of ideas of topics. <laughs> but, <laughs> but last night it was uh, let's just wing it, and yeah, we had a good conversation as ever. Yeah, well, here's the secret behind yesterday's Double Tap Canada, which I know you're going to go off and listen to after this. Um, <laughs> we, what happened was we started off with one story because I had just one story in my mind, and it's the only one. And you know that way sometimes something gets in your head and you just can't get past it? Yeah. And that's kind of what happened there. I was thinking about this story about the driverless car in San Francisco that get pulled over by the police. Hilarious story. Just because it's not it's not the story is particularly funny in itself. It's just the idea of these policemen walking up to the car and being like, uh, hey, man, there's nobody in here. Uh, Trying to open the door and it was it was trundling away from and them. It, it drove away. It was hilarious. Just imagine the police going, uh, what? And they're getting <laughs> the car ready to chase it and they realize it's just pulling in because, you know, safety's first. Ah, such dear. a good story such a good story actually you know it says a lot about the driverless car that it did that um you know the fact that it, it realized where it was i mean I, I actually when you think about it that's actually pretty impressive even at this early stage of these and we know we're a long way off but that's pretty impressive that it managed to realize either well first off it, it stopped for the police i don't know how that works it obviously yeah. can detect the sirens and realizes it must do something yeah how and how does it know it's for i mean you hear a siren right how does the car know that the siren's for it? Right? I mean, it could be an well, ambulance going by or a fire engine going by. It could be it just be it just once passed. Well, hang on. Are they that they're individual sirens, aren't they? Are they identifiable as police or ambulance? And is it also visual? I don't. I mean, I don't know. It is clever. It is clever. So then it pulls in, but then it, it the reason it pulls off is because it realizes where it stopped isn't safe. 
So it goes into a place, I guess, I can lay by or something, <laughs> and even turns its hazard lights on. I mean, that part's less impressive, I guess. But, you know, it's like, oh, it put its lights on by itself. Which is actually the reason it was stopped in the first place, because it didn't have any lights on. I know, it's not that smart. <laughs> it forgot to turn the headlights on. It just needs a light sensor on it. But yeah. look, the thing for that, from that story that I took away, was there was no one in the car. Now, up until now, well, I always thought someone, it was law that someone had to be in the car. Mm. A human had to be in the car to, in order to take control just in case. But apparently not in San Francisco. In, in that case, there was no one there, which is, I don't know, it's crazy. We've moved on to the next level. I left my heart in Sam Planck's disco. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today, Mr. Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, I changed the name for... Uh... <laughs> For music reasons, you see, you see, if I change the, uh, yeah. the title, it makes it less. Um, they can't catch yeah. me on the uh, no, on the yeah. copyright infringement ometer. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so today, uh, you know, we're kicking back a bit because it's Friday, and um, I thought we'd talk a little bit about a couple of things that have come up over the week. And you know, I've got to say, last week I think at this time I said thank you guys so much for sending in your demos. It means so much, and. It clearly resonated with you because you've sent in even more this week. I can't believe it. God bless you. We love the demos. Greg in Pennsylvania felt so bad about me not being well, he sent me a coffee maker demo. Cool. Yeah, this is pretty cool. We're going to get that out next week. Uh, thank you so much for that, Greg. He says, I've, I've recorded it. He says, it went on and on and on. I don't know how uh, to, to stop edit, how to edit this thing. And I thought, God, I feel, <laughs> I feel it myself here. Um but yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting that on. Um, Kowal got in touch. She is uh, she was sending through a demo of uh, the new Samsung washing machine, which has got all kinds of fancy smarts attached. Oh, yeah. So Ooh, that's come yeah. through as well. Uh, Rebecca Skipper's been in touch. She's got a demo about using M1, well, using iPad apps on an M1 Mac. That's very interesting. That is. I haven't seen that before. That'll be cool. That's all coming. I mean, you know what? This is this is getting the easiest gig in the world, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. I'm just sitting here, it's great. But we no, don't have to do anything. This is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. So this is my thank you to you, if you can call it that, um, because I thought I'd do a little demo for you today. Well, two quick demos because Brian Fischler got in touch, right? And uh, Brian, I have to say, Brian really enjoyed sending this email, and you'll <laughs> understand why when I read this to you. He says here, uh, the subject line is Stephen is wrong. <gasps> oh. Cool. I'm interested. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Uh, he says, hey, gang, uh, boy, do I like saying or writing that Stephen is wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think the fact he's written that in the subject line and in the main body of the email <laughs> says he's really enjoying writing this email. Yep. He says, you can type with QuickNav enabled on the Mac. You just need to toggle off single key QuickNav with your VOQ command. This way, QuickNav stays on and you can still type. Now, of course, you can do things the way Stephen uh, does. He just wanted to point that out. He says, uh, now, we get plenty of things wrong on that Rule Blind Tech show, but it's always our interns' fault. Please let us know if you would like us to send any of our fired interns your way. <laughs> that way they can make a mistake for you, and you can fire them as well. Keep up the good work, uh, Brest, Brian. Um, so, yeah, I put this to the test, and what I've done is I've got Safari open here because I wanted to show you this in action, right? So I've gone to... Blind Guy Talk Tech Window, one window. Yes, there we go. Get the Blind Guy uh, website up here. Um, so let me go to the top of the page. Heading level one, visited link. Blind Guy Talks Tech. Okay, and we're going to... No, I've got Quick Nav. Have I got off? On or off? Quick Nav off. Off at the moment, so let's turn it on. Quick Nav on. 
So what I was saying to you last time was when we did the demo of this, that if I hit F, I'd realize I should um, slow the speech down for people, shouldn't I? Because... <gasps> yes! No, we'll I always forget to do that. Just let me quickly do that. 50, 50, 45%, 50%. 50%? Is that good? Level one. Let's go. Yeah, blind. that'll be good. Blind guy talks tech. And this is Alex today, uh, not Ava. You notice the difference, see? Yeah, mm, I, I, yeah I'm I, not a fan. If I hit F... Search. Search text field. Search. And, uh, the, search. Yeah, I mean, thank you. And now I'm in the search field, right? So what I'm going to do is if I start typing now... Heading level one. Tech news. See, right away, because I haven't turned quick nav off, and I haven't turned off single key quick nav, it's just bouncing me back around the screen. So what I've ended up doing is ended up somewhere else, right? So if I'm on yeah. say line here... Tech news. So I'm on the tech news part of the site now, okay? So I want to get back into the search field. I'll hit F again. Search. Search text field. Search. Now what Brian search. suggests is if I hit VOQ... Single key quick nav off. So what that does is it takes away the ability for me to use the keyboard for, say, H for heading, uh, B for button, that kind of thing, right? So that's now off, and it means that I can type into this search field. So let me type in Audacity again. It's my favorite uh, demo. <laughs> so Audacity. Audacity. Search. Enter. Audacity. Insertion at end of text. Search text field. Search in that. So verbose. Um, let's go to heading. Heading level one. Visited. Link. Heading level one. Search results. There we go, right, search results. Heading level one, search results for Audacity. Heading level three, link. Audio editing with Audacity, a beginner guide. Okay, so that's great. So now I'm going to see if my quick now, because my quick now is still on. So I'm going to uh, use my right key, my right uh, cursor key. February 23rd, 2022. End of article. Article. Link. Recording apps for smartphones. Right, so quick nav is still working. Um, but if I hit H for heading, it's not going to do it, right? So that's obviously part of the quick nav Because you got thing. the quick nav keys off. Yeah. yeah. So, so Brian was right. Well, he's right. So what you're doing is you're kind of you're kind of turning off the, the, the keyboard part and you're just using the cursor keys to move around. Um, yeah, that, that's interesting, right? So but does that help? I, I mean, it does in a way, I guess. If you use quick nav all the time, it's great. Um, but do you, do you even use quick nav all the time? Well, I don't know. No, for me, I don't tend to use it because for, for that very reason, right, I was having these issues. So now yeah. what you're saying is, Brian... I'm just thinking this through. So now instead of just turning quick nav off for a second, I've got to turn off single key quick nav, which leaves quick nav on. So the question is now, do I have my single key quick nav on or is it quick nav itself that's just on? And now I'm confused. <laughs> I, I think this is confusing me even more, if I'm being brutally honest. I don't know. See, these are... One of the things about voiceover, there were so many different ways to do sort of do a task. And this is a, an example of that. Yeah, um, it, it is almost really customizable, but sometimes I find that actually more annoying. So it's, it's a tricky one. But no, hey, look, we can't take it away. Brian, absolutely correct. Um, well, I did it's not a great, know that. It's a great command to know. And if you, if you do like QuickNav, and actually, you know, it would make me more likely, if you are a QuickNav user, it would make me want to use QuickNav more, knowing that that option is available. Um, so, for example, you could use QuickNav all around your system, and then you could use VOQ when you want to use it, say, on a website. So I could turn it on now. Single key quick nav on. And then just hit H. Heading level three, link. Recording apps for smartphones. That's good, right? I mean, so you yeah. very quickly got the access to it via that method. But like you say, it's like many, many doors, same room is generally yes, how voiceover right. tends to work. Isn't that a strange way? That, don't you think there's a better way for voiceover to handle that? I mean, as soon as it finds itself with focus onto a, an edit field, a text field, then surely, you know... The, the, turn quick nav off or the quick nav keys off itself automatically. Well, this and if is you the, this move is the focus weird... away, then turn it back on. And funnily enough, before we started this, we did muck around with the idea of using tab. And 
we tried it once where we got onto the search field by tabbing into it and we still had quick nav on we still had single letter quick key navigation on i know what's it called again single key quick nav off that one um so <laughs> it's great having a computer to just tell you the answer as you go along isn't it i've got a co-host over here this is the third <sighs> co-host uh but yeah basically you can tab around but tab is so unpredictable on a mac uh you know it works sometimes works in some places depends if it's tuesday if there's a guy with a weird hat on outside um it's true it's so bizarre. So yeah, but you can tab into uh, text fields with quick nav on and single key quick nav keys on, and you can tab in and it will automatically uh, allow you to type in. It will, but then but we tried it again. Doesn't work all the time. Yeah, we tried it again later and it didn't work again. So it's like it worked and then it didn't work in the same settings. It's just really weird. Yeah. But anyway, Brian, you you bring up an interesting point because it, again, it shows the power of voiceover. And also the amount of confusion the voiceover causes <laughs> yes. in so many ways. But I really do thank you for that email. So I think what we're saying is I was kind of right in the long way around, right? I mean, you know, he says oh, this were we? email. Yeah, I was uh, right. Oh, I, okay. Well done. Because you can you can do it the way I've done it or not. Yes. So it's not, oh, right. it's not about me being wrong. No, it's about, yeah, it's yeah, about all that's of right. us being right. Oh, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> I want one of those interns, Brian, though, to send one over. <laughs> Maybe send a few, actually, because uh, yeah. there's a lot of firing <laughs> going to be going on in the next couple of weeks. Um, right, so let's move on, because another app I want to show you today is uh, Audio Converter Pro. Now, you can get Audio Converter Lite, and I'll be brutally honest, I don't know what the difference between Audio Converter Lite and, and Pro is. Um, <laughs> well, I can tell you, eight ninety nine. that's the difference. Uh, but I... Don't know if at some point Audio Converter Lite would maybe start mucking around with the audio. You know, sometimes these apps do that. They give you a trial. And then sometimes if it's, especially if it's audio, they sometimes add like a filter over the top, which creates a hiss. And that, yeah, that's or a watermark. Kind of, a watermark yeah. just to basically make it so that you've got to pay, essentially. So I just decided to pay for it. I only did this because I have been looking for a way to deal with some of the M4A files, these type M4A files, which you often get from... Well, you can change it in voice memos, but I think the default is it will record in M4A, yeah. um, which is compressed. If you use Zoom and you record on Zoom as we do, um, all those files come out as M4A files and converting them to a broadcast uh, editing format, which in our case is WAV, W-A-V, um, that's actually quite tricky. And, and the only way to do it is, believe it or not, for me to use my old, well, not my old, my current version of Adobe Audition which isn't accessible. It's accessible enough to open the file, hit save, and just and just hope that it saves, because that's yep. basically what it does. I mean, it basically, for some reason, has got the default down as WAV. I don't know how that happened, but it's just the default. Uh, and the location is just wherever you've opened the file from. So it basically just saves the file back into the same location as a WAV file. So it does the job. But that costs £40 a month. <gasps> that's crazy talk. Can you do it in Audacity? You can, but Audacity, you need that FFFMPEG uh, thing. Ah, right. Yeah. And I can never get that to work on the Mac. It okay. does work on the PC, in fairness. But again, it does. two bottles into the shower, you know, I just want to take okay. one. Okay, carry I on. Want, I want to wash and go over here. <laughs> so okay. um, I thought, well, okay, paying for, and I should say paying £40 a month is not for Adobe Edition, it's for the Adobe Creative Suite, 
which we use, but uh, I don't personally have a need for it. So, you know, certainly I don't need to pay 40 quid a month just to open an M4A file and save it. No. It seems a, seems a tad excessive. A so, bit overkill. Yeah, just a bit. So I've got this app. Audio Converter Pro. And Audio Converter Pro, it's just a very simple app. Now, I did go onto Apple Viz. I did look through some of the options to see what people had been downloading and using. Some of the options were a bit old, so... You know, I thought we'll try them and we'll see how we go. And you know, when you download an app from the App Store, especially, which, by the way, is the worst experience on earth. <laughs> really? Oh, it's horrible. It's a horrible experience trying to get an app on the App Store. I mean, it's just, I ended up getting Ira to buy this one, but got the app downloaded. And the first thing I wanted to do was, was navigate around and see how simple this app was going to be. So I'm going to take you a quick tour of it first, just to see if you get the, the same feeling I got when I got it, because I thought, oh, no, here we go. Um, so I opened up the app. Add button. Okay, so add, add button. All right, well, that seems sensible enough. There's an add files button. So I guess that's me adding files to be converted, right? So, okay, yep. that makes sense. Makes sense. Remove button. Remove. Remove files from queue. Okay, well, that makes sense. Remove files from queue. Refresh button. Refresh the view. Refresh the view. Don't know what you would do with that. Empty queue button. Empty queue, even better if you've got a few things in there. Reveal preset and finder. Selected toggle button. So reveal preset and finder. I don't know what that means, but I guess you can maybe import your own presets to this. I don't know what those would be necessarily, but okay. Reveal preset and finder. Selected toggle button. That makes no sense at all. Um, I don't know what that's all about. Reveal preset and finder. Selected toggle button. Import preset. Selected toggle button. A lot of presets here. Duplicate preset. Selected toggle button. Okay, I'll keep going. Output format. Ah, now here we go. So output format, this is what I'm looking for. Format WAV, pop-up button. Excellent. Reset. So this is me uh, on my pop-up, and I can choose the format that I want to output the, for the file to. So Menu tick, format WAV. If I go into that pop-up, I can go through the options. AIFF slash PCM 32-bit slash BE. AIFF slash PCM 24. Format ALAC. ALAC slash Atom. O2 lossless encoding. Dimmed. Format CAF. iPhone ringtone. Raw Apple M4A. Format Apple M4A. Format MP3. Video wild form. So there's tons of options in here, right? So I'm going to escape out of that because I've already ticked. Format WAV. Pop which is button. exactly what I want. Select a preset. So let me uh, can and it says select a preset. So I'm going to keep going here. Preset filter, search text field, blank. So you can preset search, filter. which is handy if you just want to look at WAV presets, if you're looking for that, or maybe you want to output to MP3 or something else. K grid, one item selected. WAV, gold, image, timbre, house, ray, two, image, send to iTunes, unticked, checkbox, format, WAV, edit text, video, dimmed, audio, dimmed, dimmed text, K, dimmed text, 0%, dimmed stepper, dimmed text, K, dimmed text, 0%. Yeah, you're probably thinking, what? Um, uh -huh. Can I just say, yeah, now I'm, now I'm lost. Now I'm completely lost. Now, what I did pick up from that was um, that it's gold format WAV. Well, you know me, I am all about standards. So the Bling. gold the gold standard sounds good to me. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But yeah, gold, okay, fine, WAV. Uh, it said send to iTunes unticked. That's good because I don't want it to go to iTunes. So that's me in some kind of, I guess, preset window, and I could probably navigate with that. But I found the format I'm looking for, and the great thing with WAV is it's a, a fully lossless broadcast format, right? So it is, you don't you don't have any kind of, um, I suppose there's a few little things you could do in there, but truthfully, it's pretty much raw audio. It's exactly what I'm looking for. So let me carry on. Multi two image. No idea. Movie destination. Movie destination, okay. Slash user oh. slash Steven Scott slash desktop. Pop up button. Okay, so it's telling me all it's... available destination folder. Okay, so it's telling me it's going to the desktop folder. Now I should say, on default, it will create a folder in your documents folder, and it will then place the, the files there. You can change that, not by choosing this pop-up, I should say. Uh, instead, you've got to go to the next option. Add button. 
add change destination folder and that allows you to pick a new destination folder when you uh, open that up it will bring up a dialog box just your standard mac dialog box that lets you choose the folder you want to save the outputted file to okay so let's carry on reveal destination directory in finder selected toggle button and that's quite handy, I guess, if you want to, you know, very quickly open up that folder. But in my case, it's the desktop, so it's quite easy to get to. Right arrow, dimmed button. Start encoding. Right arrow, dimmed, start encoding. Now, it's dimmed at the moment because there's nothing in the queue. So what I'm going to do is ignore that because obviously it's, it, that will come to life when there's something in the queue to be uh, converted. But right arrow, start encoding. And that's the button that gets it going. Okay, so what do you think so far? Well, I mean, it was pretty okay until the pre presets, um, you know, movie, iTunes. I, di I didn't get any of that, really. But hey-ho, okay, no, it, I mean, it's usable, right? Exactly. But you might remember me saying uh, on an earlier podcast about the menu on a Mac and how that can sometimes make life just a little bit easier. Okay? Ah, yeah. So a couple of things I found in here, and this is what really made this app come to life for me. So, you know, I'm thinking to myself, God, I've got to go through this ad files all the time, and I've got to do this, and I've got to remember to go here. And what I'm trying to do is remember all the names of these buttons as I'm going along, or these items, so that I can quickly find them on Item Chooser. Let's instead go to the menu. Menu bar, Apple. Audio Converter Pro. So we can start here. Audio Converter Pro. About audio converter and this Pro. is all usually kind of general program-related stuff, so I'm not going to bother too much with that. File, menu. File menu. Open ellipsis, command O. Ah, open, command O. Hmm, okay, so hang on. That means that I could do command O to open up a dialog box, search for the file that I'm wanting to convert, and then that's it. All right, I guess that adds it to the queue. So let's see what else is in here. Play movie ellipsis, dimmed. Okay, no idea why I'd want to play a movie. I, I don't know what the play movie thing is all about because it's an audio <laughs> converter. So I'm assuming that's something else. I don't know. Open recent submenu. Okay, that's good if there's uh, things I want to find in there, but I, I probably don't. Convert, dim, command G. Ah, right. So convert, command G. So I don't now have to go and find that button at the very bottom oh, of the screen yeah. because yeah, I've just yeah. found it, right? Command G. So that's convert. Uh, what's the next option, though? Set selected preset as default. Ah, set selected preset as default. Okay, so what that's letting me do is define what the output format is going to be and the location, and then set all of that as a default so that every time I open this app, it's ready to go. So hang on, let's do that. So let me view space on that. Set selected preset as default. Okay. Start encoding. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use these shortcuts I've just learned. So Commando. Open, select a folder or files dialog, back, dimmed button, select a folder or files dialog. So let me go to my desktop. List view, table. And I'm going to arrow down. Convert these to WAV folder. Today okay, so 11. that's my folder that contains my audio files I want to convert, so I'm going to go into that. List view, table. File 1, Steven.m4a, Apple MP4 audio, 120.8 megabytes. And you'll hear there that that's an M4a audio file. File 2, Sean.m4a, Apple MP4 audio. Two. One file 3 demo, audio.m4a, Apple MP4 audio. Okay, so that's me get three files I want to convert, okay? So I know that they're going to save to the desktop because I've asked it to do that. But what I'm also going to do is, do you know what? I need to get all three of these done. So I'm just going to get them all done now. So I'm going to just do a select all, which is Command A. Three rows selected. And I'm just going to hit Enter. Audio Converter Pro, Window, Right Arrow, Button. Start encoding. So it says start encoding, which is good, but nothing will have happened yet. Uh, but I can now convert just by uh, doing Command-G. Convert. 
convert. And I have no idea what's going on on the screen. Uh, and I <laughs> probably could faff about and try and find out and interact and be all super blind about In it. Dialogue alert, rate audio converter pro button. Build succeeded. If you enjoy using Audio Converter Pro, would you mind taking a moment to rate it? It won't oh, take more than a minute. Oh, there you go. Maybe, maybe that's it telling me it's done it because it's asking me to rate it on the App Store. Okay, well, that's, that's maybe a good way of doing it. <laughs> don't ask again. I'm going to say don't Tick. ask again for me. Play Audio Converter Pro button. No, thanks. No, because, you know what, that'll directory. just be a nightmare that I can't be bothered with. Um, but let me go back to my desktop on Finder. That's the folder I'm in. Let me go to the desktop. Desktop. List view. Table. And let's see if we can find the uh, converted files. They should be on here. Convert these to WAV folder. That's the folder. Today at 11. File 17.WAV waveform audio. Uploading button. File 2Sean.WAV waveform audio. Uploading button. File 3 demo audio.WAV waveform audio. Uploading button. And it's saying uploading because I'm on iCloud, right? So it's uploading to the iCloud. Um, but there you go. That's it. Done. So... I think that's brilliant because that allows me now to very easily go into that program. It's preset to WAV for output format. It's set to the desktop to uh, put the files there. Uh, and that's it. I use Command-O to open the files to find them on the uh, dialog box, which is the standard dialog box you would get with any open command on a Mac. And then once you've selected them, you make sure you select Enter, and then they drop into the list, and then it's Command-G to convert. And that is Audio Converter Pro. Oh, fantastic. Good job. You see, that's one of those examples of where keyboard shortcuts are so powerful. Because, yeah, technically, you know, you could tab around, navigate around, and yeah, make it accessible. It was fine. But how quick is that? Command O, Command G, bang, you're done. And that's just saved me £40 a month. <laughs> <laughs> Which is incredible. Uh, I just yep. wanted to show you that today because I thought, I know some people out there like to convert me audio files. I know I do, and, and I find this such a, a boost because now it means I don't have to go to a PC to open up the file in, you know, Audacity because it's the only one that works with that format and, you know, you're yeah. faffing around. And like it says on there, there are lots of different formats. So if you, for example, work on a WAV file and you want to convert it to an MP3, then you could do that as well. And getting to that format pop-up isn't that difficult. So if you wanted to do that, you could just get to that pop-up change it and then do command g you know the commands will still work as well you can use both right that's the great thing yeah. so yeah i think that's 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 uh well hopefully quite useful but it's called audio converter pro we'll put the link to the light and the pro version i would download the light one first and see how you go on i i don't know what it the must difference tell is. you what the difference is surely it'll be the length of the audio you can use or the number of converts you can do surely there was nothing that came up in the initial stage, and there certainly was no issue with the audio. So I was thinking there might be a watermark on it. There wasn't, but sometimes that happens later on. Yeah. Um, there was nothing, unless it maybe pops up at some point and it wasn't it wasn't accessible and it said, you've got so many days on this, but it didn't. It doesn't suggest that with the term light, but then at the same time, what would be the difference? I just don't get the difference mm. because it yeah, does the no, same thing. Know. So there must be some limitation somewhere. Maybe it's the number of files and formats. Possibly. Can, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But I think that's a good app. Oh, absolutely. I, so many times people ask me, you know, for conversion um, software, uh, specifically audio. I'm wondering as well, you know, with the, the movie, the talk about movie in there, I'm wondering if you can take videos and strip the audio from them. Or mm. maybe it can do uh, video uh, format conversion as well. Who knows? Well, I don't know, but that would be very interesting. You know what? I'll maybe play around with that in the coming weeks and see what it does because, you know, sometimes it's good if you've got a... a often we find, don't we, if it's a YouTube video we might want to play in some audio from. 
yeah um it would be good to be able to do that so yeah i'll, I'll try that very interesting uh so there you go that's our show for today that's it for this week well almost because we still have the weekend edition coming up oh yes <gasps> Sally Clay joining you and me tomorrow. And no Tim, he is unavailable this week, unfortunately, but uh, Robin Christofferson is on holiday. So, yeah, it's wow. the three of us. I know. I'm scared. flies. <laughs> and I promise you, each episode will be 10 minutes long. Absolutely no longer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Catch you tomorrow. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Easter. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.